Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Courier Podcast. I'm David Bell. The Courier Podcast is brought to you by Gila Valley Comic Con. Gila Valley Comic Con is March 27th and 28th on the campus of Eastern Arizona College in Thatcher and brought to you by Valley Telecom, the Quality in Safford, and Walmart. Go to GilaValleyComicCon.com. <clears throat> I had to cough. Uh, today, I am joined by two members of the Safford Women's Club, Donna McGoy and Becky Johnson. Ladies, thank you so much for being here. And uh, we invited them because this week is, I'm going to say, my favorite event of the year. And I'm the one who puts on Comic-Con. And, and still, <laughs> you guys put on my favorite event of the year by far and away. And it's the Valentine's Dance. So can you tell me a little bit about the Valentine's Dance? Well, um, David, thank you, first of all, for having Becky and I here today because uh, it's Becky who actually got the dance started. And I looked at my records this morning, and they go back to 2009, and I believe that might even go back uh, past that, but where I started keeping track, and Becky, it was all Becky at that time, and she did a phenomenal job such a good job with inviting our special needs students from Graham County down to the Women's Club to celebrate with a dance, special souvenirs, uh, light lunch, d- the dancing, of course, that the uh, Women's Club of Safford decided to keep doing this as an annual event. And here we are in 2020 going strong. So, Becky, what prompted you to start the dance? What, what I mean, where did that come from? Well, I have a little daughter There's Millie Challenge, and she's blind. Her name is Shannon Hancock, and her name is Sis. And she came to me one day, and she says, Mom, I want to have a dance for all my friends. And I thought to myself, oh, how am I going to do this? Well, being a member of the Women's Club and on their board, um, I went to Linda Taylor, who was our president in 2009. And Donna, you're absolutely correct. It did start in 2009. And I brought the idea to our board, and Linda Taylor was just ecstatic about it, along with Amber Kasman and Sharon Ford. And so we decided, let's put on a Valentine's dance for all the mentally challenged students in Graham County, from kindergarten up to the adults. And so that's how it first began, is through my little daughter, Shannon, who had to have a dance, and it was a, it was a wonderful success. I mean, it was a live dance. I mean, the kids just couldn't have enjoyed it more. Now, was it always kids and adults, or, or was it just the kids, the students, to start? No, it was, it's always been both. It outgrew itself. That's what happened. It was a couple of hours in the afternoon, as close to Valentine's Day as we could get it. And about, I'm going to say about five years ago, Becky, five or six years ago, we, we started bursting at the seams. We realized we, we can't comfortably and probably even with the limitations of what the Women's Club building will hold, keep continuing with just this one dance. So we split it up into two separate dances on the same day. The K-12, which is our Dan Hinton students, which the the Dan Hinton School serves a consortium of four schools, Fort Thomas, Pima, Thatcher, and Benita. Those K-12 kids come along with Safford Middle School and Safford High School um, self-contained classrooms. So in the afternoon, the Graham County Rehabilitation Center, the GCRC, and then the Blake Easter Sills Foundation uh, clients, consumers come. So we, we've we split it up, K-12 and then the adults in the afternoon. I, I want to say the first time I attended, uh, all the groups were together, which was fun. 
I mean, it was great seeing the, the kids and the adults interact because everybody has a smile. Right. But uh, yeah, you're right. It's kind of split off. And and I haven't been to the kids yet I, I because you, it always winds up on the day I have to get a newspaper out. Right. So I wind up getting there just in time for the adults. Um, how's it, how is it with the kids? Do they, do they enjoy? Cause I mean, they're, they see each other all the time. Is there any desire to see, uh, additional, uh, uh, you know, different people? Well, they do see each other all the time, except, um, actually because we're bringing them from the, the four schools at the West end of the Valley down t- and the Safford has their, um, separate programs so actually they're intermingling with people that they might not necessarily oh, see okay so it is a chance for them to it, it to exactly and they look forward to it and now we have um and we we allow you to come even if you're not formally enrolled at gcrc or easter sills blake i i ran into somebody last week and i said are you coming to our dance and he said oh i've already graduated that's okay come on down and i realized his mom uh, let me know he's not enrolled in either program i said have him come anyway he's come since he was a little boy he was so thrilled so we feel like even though they don't see each other all the time this is a chance to get together but additionally they want to keep returning to see their friends and to have a good time and the adults, uh, do they have any problem getting off of work? Because so many of the adults uh, through GCRC and, and Easter Seals Blake Foundation have jobs out in the community <clears throat> or, or at the thrift store, et cetera, or at the Main Street Cafe. Is there any problem with them getting off of work? Or, or are the employers reasonable on that? In my opinion, they're very reasonable. And um, we have a couple, and I'm thinking of one that's one of Shannon's very good oldest friends. He told me one time he he doesn't want to come anymore because he doesn't want to take off work. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. But I said, that's fine because I I told him I missed him one year. And he said, I like the dance, but I need to keep working and do my obligation. And I thought, well, that was very honorable of him to look at it that way. I assumed it was for money. (laughs) He said said, that was his obligation. So um, I, I imagine because the number fluctuates slightly every year, they... They can choose to come, and they make every effort to get them down there and to get them back off on, on, in time to have their transportation back home at 3 o'clock. So. And, and you had mentioned something, and I should have clarified that at the beginning, when you talked about Dan Hinton being a consortium of, of four different school districts. Dan Hinton is a school for special needs, correct? Yes, it is. And that is where, um, j- just as a little side note, back in 1970, um, Dan Hinton, the county school superintendent, and also one of Becky's relatives uh, formed the Dan Hinton School because there was a need, and the county school superintendent is the entity that can form an accommodation school. So it started out in Safford. It was actually located where the Lazy Traveler is now and the, the old Morris Squibb Hospital. And then it um, moved down to Pima and started serving the four smallest schools and the school districts. And it's it's not that they can't provide the services, but the expense of hiring the very highest in uh, therapists, school psychologists, it, it almost breaks a district if you can find them. So that decision was made to make all four of those schools, uh, they can serve their the students with the most need. And, and some of these students have to have somebody with them all day long. But some of them come to the school and then leave and go back to their home district for a few hours a day. It all depends on what the 
the family and the team wants for that child. So each child gets the educational level that they require. That's appropriate for them, yes. That's appropriate. Very good. And, of course, he's related. Everybody here in the Gila Valley is related to somebody. You've lived here long enough, yes. I finally married in. Everybody said, well, you're, related. You're, you're related to the Bells of Duncan, aren't you? And I said, no. No. I'm, no, I'm from the Midwest. But now I did. It, it took a marriage to get me there. But everybody else is related. I've discovered that. They're, yes, and so are we. Three mm-hmm. degrees. I think that's as far as everybody goes now. Mm-hmm. I've had people say they had to go to Phoenix to date. Oh, yeah. We, we understand we, yeah. that. We certainly do. Yeah, okay. Um, the Women's Club does more than, than just the Valentine's Dance. As I say, it's my favorite, just watching the smiles on everybody's faces and, and how everybody just interacts. It, it doesn't matter who you are and what program you're with, what school you go to. It's just for fun, and everybody has a great time. But but you guys do more than that as well. Uh, what are yes. some of the other projects uh, you do? You're part of the Women of the uh, Business Woman of the Year committee, aren't you? Pretty much every um, we reach out in different ways every single year. One year that was one of my favorite projects, and I think Becky was president the year we did this. The all of the women's groups in Graham and Greenlee counties, including the church groups went together and purchased a beautiful bench and plaque out for the Graham County Fairgrounds out by their newly erected at that time gazebo. And it was in honor of all the women's uh, groups, not just the women's club. That was probably one of my favorites because it brought together all of the entities who are all doing good work in little silos everywhere. But we said, uh, I don't recall, I know the a women's club in Duncan was heavily involved, Clara Page, but Becky was, Becky when she was president and still to this day, just remarkable things happen. Year to year it changes. But that was a really, so you can go out and sit on that bench. And the, the neat thing about it was I had a contact through the uh, state prison system just by chance from going to a conference, an education conference. I got hold of them, and they not only made the bench, but they were able to transport it for free if we were willing to wait for it on their time frame, which we were. And so we we had a larger bench installed than what we originally planned just because we were able to work with uh, the state prison in Florence, which wouldn't normally think, but they, they do that type of thing. They make playground equipment and, and park equipment, so... I was not aware of that. That was something new, and, and we had utilized that. And it saved us a lot of money, and it allowed us to buy purchase something larger and nicer and erect a little plaque out there. So Very neat. Um, now, I know the Duck Derby's kind of retired, at least for a little while, correct? I'm, I'm fingers crossed for a little while. I, I, I want to say you guys retired it last year, right? The, the What is it? I'm the sorry? The Duck Derby? Oh, yes. Now, that, that Debbie Burnett was in charge of that, and she right. did a fabulous job. That was on 4th of July. And right. I, that just became one of those events where it's so hard on the weekend of the holiday, and I believe the Lions Club took it over. It, yes, they or did. Or was going to take it over. I, I wasn't here this past 4th of July. I was traveling with students to Boston. <laughs> so I'm usually there watching <laughs> along the canal to see yeah. uh, which duck wins. But that was a big fundraiser. But this so got. Well, I bring that up to yeah. ask: Is there going to be another one? Because that money went for scholarships, correct? Yes, straight. We we, do, we for, provide for scholarships. Women? Yes, at EAC, and uh, we actually have clubhouse rentals 
that helps us tremendously with fundraising oh, okay. that we didn't necessarily do as much in the past. So that's that's alleviated some of the need to do constant fundraising. But re- this year, and again, I was invited and had to turn it down, but Becky was there at the Freeport McMoran picnic to run yes. the, the mm-hmm. uh, beer garden. Oh, The okay. beer festival, yes, All and that right. was such a big success. We made over $2,000 on that project. Of course, that all goes to anything that the club wants to do for the use in the community. And uh, we were just so thankful that we were able to get that bid and have that opportunity to make the extra money because there's, there's, we do have women in the club, but it seems like it's getting more difficult because our ladies are getting older. We're, we are incorporating new women into the club that are younger, but it just seems like to do our fundraising projects, it's getting a little bit more challenging for us. And so that was a rare opportunity that we got. Of course, Susan Ellsbury was behind that campaign, and she did a lot of hard work on that. But uh, She's one of those ladies that I I just say, (laughs) if you need it done, you call Susan. Uh That's true. Uh true. Yes, absolutely. So, um, so, so you're still able to fundraise. That explains why every time I stop by the bank, because I'm, I'm, I'm credit union, um, there's something happening at the club. Yes. So it must be through the rentals. Though. Oh yes, the rentals are extremely successful. You can you can have uh, baby showers, bridal showers, family reunions. I know that there have been um, receptions after a funeral. It, you know, they may not need a, a huge venue, but the women's club building is perfect. And it gets used frequently. Um, we had a family reunion a few years ago, and that um, we rented it out for our McEwen family, and it was perfect. Everybody came in and gathered on Friday night, and so uh, I really want to let the public know that is a that's another venue, and it's a very reasonable charge, and they will work with you on on anything you need, time of day, helping to set up for with tables, uh, etc. So that's a that's a great a great thing in our community and it's a great thing for our club. What what did that building used to be? I mean, because every building has been something else at some point, like the City Hall Annex used to be the library, and before that, I want to say, it was the Odd Fellows Club? Yes, I think. yes, it was built by the Odd Fellows. Built by the Odd Fellows. So what was, was it just a house? It was a library. It was a library. It was built to be a library, yes. And, and the Women's Club, um, actually, the first library was in the basement of the courthouse. They set it up for... Do you recall, Becky, there was a special terminology. It was for women who needed to have respite during the day, just a a hundred years ago. You know, a place to come when they came to town that they could sit and and cool off and and read books. It was very small, and then it outgrew itself and became the the library, um, the the public library was uh, housed in in the current women's club. So I want to say similar to Pima's library, about size-wise? Uh, yes. Oh. It was smaller. Well, n- yeah, it oh, was very uh, small. Yes. It was, it was, this, yes. They, in fact, um, the there's two rooms, two main rooms, as right. you know. And both rooms were utilized, but really most of the library collection, and this is coming from my father who claimed he read every book in that library, and I actually believe it. He was the most voracious <laughs> reader I ever knew. Was in the li- room where the uh, fireplace is. That was the main portion of the library but that's that's what the gift to this community uh, that the women's club initially gave was the library yeah and that's amazing that that it, yes forget ben franklin 
the women of, the women of He came County. up with the concept of the lending library. Yeah. They, they I ex- will give them the concept. They, the they, yeah, they executed that. It was the women of Graham County. Yes. Um, well, thank you so much. All right, so the, the Valentine, oh, if anybody wants to rent, how do they, how do they rent the facility? Actually, on the front door of the building, it has the phone number because I don't have that off the top of my okay, head. But so. but the rental information is right on the front door. You can pull up right on Main Street. Uh, I, I, I don't want to say the address, but it's directly um, south of the credit union. Right. Is that central? Yes. Uh, yeah. Third. 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 Third, okay. third Avenue and, uh, and Main. Main Street. So. And it's the, the phone number is on a plaque right on the front door. And uh, I'm going to... I'm going to post this on our website after the fact, and and I'm doing that for a specific reason, because the Valentine's dance is closed to every to the public except for those that yes. they're serving. Yes. So when is the Valentine's dance taking place? We can say that because they won't hear about it till after. It's Thursday, February thirteenth, and we do it as close to Valentine's Day as we can. And we didn't hit Valentine's this year because. The, several of our schools in the consortium, the Dan Hinton Consortium, are closed on Fridays. So we would be eliminating the opportunity to many students if we chose to have it on Friday. So we're having it on Thursday. On Thursday. I want to thank Donna McGoy and Becky Johnson. Thank you so much. And thank you for everything that the Women's Club does. Uh, well, it's a wonderful group of ladies and, and the public. We, we welcome new members all the time. So get hold of one of us and we'll happily bring you to our meetings on the third Friday of each month at 11.30 at the Women's Club. And if you sit next to Ellsbury, you're going to be put to work. <laughs> That's true. But she, she knows how to work with everybody in just the right way. She, she is legitimately one of, the, one of the gold standards for our community. She's yes, she a wonderful is. woman. Uh, but she's not the only great member of the Women's Club, so thank you very much. Well, thank you for having us. Thank today's, you, David. Thank you. Today's podcast was brought to you by the third annual Gila Valley Comic Con. That's March 27th and 28th at Eastern Arizona College. It'll feature all the fun you've grown to love, including artists and sketches, live action role-playing, vendors and collectibles, and of course, cosplay in the popular costume contest. Sign up for the costume contest at HilaValleyComicCon.com. And if you want to book a cosplay photo shoot, go to Stock Photo Fantasy on Facebook. That's Stock Photo Fantasy. I am David Bell for The Courier. Thank you all for listening. We will talk to you later.